0: Welcome back to Rado Recommends. I'm Matty. On our show, we are going to be talking about Bananagrams. Welcome to our first guest, Charlotte. Hi. What's your main
1: reason why our listeners should check out Bananagrams? I really like Bananagrams because it's very portable, so you can take it anywhere. And you, well, you don't need people to play it with you, you can just play it by yourself. And it's very educational for, like, younger kids, if they're learning to spell and, like, learning their grammar and words and stuff. How do you exactly play it? So you would mix up the little white tiles. Usually we, at my house, we do it on a table so that they don't go everywhere on the floor. And then once you flip them all over, I think if you're playing with three or four people, you pick up 21. And then you flip them over and you start by... You have to assemble the tiles into a crossword setup. And when someone uses all their tiles, they say peel. And then everyone picks up one tile. And you can also dump. You have to... If you want to dump, you have to put one tile down and pick up three more. How exactly would you win Bananagram? So you have to use up all the tiles on the table or the ground first, and then if you're the first one to use up all of yours that you've had, then you win. Is this game good if
0: you don't like spelling but you like playing games?
1: Definitely. I don't particularly like spelling or writing, um, and I love Bananagrams. It's very competitive. Me and my sister get very competitive in it. How easy is it to
0: spell a very long word like fantastical
1: against a easy-to-spell word like cat? Um, I think they're both pretty easy It because if for me, I can't spell things in my head, but if I look at it on the ground, it'll either look wrong or right, which is good about the tiles.
0: If you had to pick two numbers... What would they be and
1: what age would they be? I think probably between the ages of maybe seven and, like, any adults can play it, I think.
0: I'd think four.
1: Yeah, because you really, like, develop your, like, what is it called, spelling skills when you're a bit older, not at the age four. You can also choose your level of challenge. You can go for lots of smaller words or one long one and you have heaps of words off of that long word. This game be good for some schools. Definitely. I think it brings more fun into the classroom whereas if you're just sitting down and the teacher makes you just spell things, it's heaps of people don't like that because it seems like a it's very boring. And but if you're learning how to spell it in a competitive format, I think heaps of kids really like that. Thank you, Charlotte. Thank you for having me. Hello,
0: Ben. Hello. Welcome to the show. What's your main reason why the listeners should play Bananagram?
2: Well, it, it's fun, like, but people can learn and compete. So it's not like bananagrams proves that learning isn't just sitting in front of a person while they jabber away at you. And I think that's really good. A lot of the fun also comes from how tense things can get. You don't know if someone's A, if you're gonna win. Maybe you think that you're gonna win actually. And then someone else just comes out with some world that you didn't even know existed. And also these, these points where you have like a giant backlog of letters. So there's just a bunch of them that you still have from like a really long time ago. And you don't know how to, exactly to use them.
0: I've heard that there's such thing as a dumping mechanic in the game.
2: How exactly does it work? So the dumping mechanic, so if you have one tile, you can put it back in and I believe you can pull out three tiles from the pile. Now, if you put in a a queue and you pull out another queue, that's kind of just... Sometimes dumping can be quite bad because then you have to dump again and get three more litters. And if you get bad ones, then you just again and again until you've stockpiled up to the point where you have like a a bajillion litters.
0: What's the longest word you've made? Something like meteorology. If your child doesn't know how to spell cat and they've got a C A T, you could show them what the word is, and then they might be able to remember it for future classes.
2: Probably, yeah. Yeah, you can also play in teams. So, uh, you could have, you could be on your child, char- you could be on your child's team and giving them subtle hints to what to what they're meant to do.
0: How hard is it to the to get the exact word? or phrase to finish your sentence?
2: A lot of the time it's hard, because most of the time it's dependent on actual luck, because normally to finish a word, you need a letter. But because but, there's a bunch of tiles in Bananagrams that you don't know which one's which, basically, you're pulling out from a pile, hoping you get the letter, and then use and then attempting to find something else to do so with it. So
0: it's technically like a lucky dip. It, it's you
2: sort want this of this yeah, one it's, letter. It's sort of like a lucky dip. Others. You've got you've, it's sort of like lucky dip, except you except there's a one in like twenty-six chance that you even get it. And by twenty six I mean like a bajillion. Also, I think you I'm pretty sure you can choose to scrap your yeah, you can choose to scrap your setup. Um, which means that you just basically completely restart. Sometimes that's just the best thing you can do.
0: Thank you, Ben. Bye. Hello, Genevieve. Hi. What's your main reason why people should play
3: Bananagram? I think this is a great game because it can be played in lots of different formats, so you don't have to play it in one straight like format.
0: What do you mean exactly by format? I mean
3: that it can be played in lots of different styles. There's not only one specific way to make it. You can play it in a straight line, you can play it in a crossword, you could play it in a sentence, you could play it in a story.
0: So you're saying that it is very, you can do it very differently to where other people do it?
3: Yes you can make up your own rules. What is your
0: favourite way to play? I like the crossword one, if I'm
3: playing with like my family or friends, but if I'm just playing by myself, I like to make a story out of it.
0: How many people would you like
3: normally play with? I would usually play with around three people because that's just like, I have two brothers. So
0: What would be the highest you would go? I'd say no
3: more than five, otherwise it gets complicated.
0: Would you take this on a holiday?
3: Yes, I would definitely take this on a holiday because it's in a portable bag. Like, you can just chuck it in your bag and take it.
0: So would you play it near enough anywhere on a holiday?
3: Yeah, well, I wouldn't play it in a cafe, I don't think. But I would play it like if I was stuck inside on a rainy day or something.
0: On a beach maybe?
3: Well, I think the tiles would probably get lost.
0: What would be the most craziest one you would go for?
3: Probably the making a story one. Because you have to think of the story and then it takes you a long time to find all the right letters. Another format I also like to play is where I make everyone in my family's names and I just try and match them all up to make them fit together.
0: I've heard that there's this game, the way you can play called Hot Seat. How exactly do you play it? So
3: how you play Hot Seat is you're sitting at the table with your friends, family, whoever you're playing with and you've got your tiles in front of you and you start making a crossword and then when someone completes one, then everyone moves to a different board and starts making on that one and they just keeps going around
0: so say if i complete the word cat i would move to the person which way from me left or right you would decide in advance
3: so it'd be like okay guys we're going to move to the right every time or the left
0: thank you genevieve thank you for having me this week's show was hosted by me, Matty. Recording and editing by Thomas and Luca. Our guests were Charlotte, Ben and Genevieve. Thanks as well to CJ and Raiwa intermediate for supporting the show. Our theme music is by Nicholas Alstrom. You can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Tune in next time to hear our views of Bananagram and some new recommendations. But before we go, here's one more quick pick from each of us.
1: Charlotte. My quick pick is Scrabble because it's also similar to Bananagrams and it also learns how to spell.
2: Ben. My quick pick is Spot It because it's a fast paced game with some memory involved.
3: Genevieve. My quick pick is Monopoly because it's a great game to play with the family.
2: Thomas. My quick pick is Monopoly Deal because it's a fast version of Monopoly. Luca. My quick pick is Top Trumps because it's a fun card game
0: that is very portable. CJ. I recommend checking out the game Moby. It's like Banana Bananagrams but with numbers. My quick pick is Boggle because all you have to really do is just check the card for the same pitch and then just slap your card down. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye.